Welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Your host is Amrita Kailas, and she is going to introduce you to powerful tools from ancient wisdom and also connect with experts to show you how to implement them to lead a peaceful life. Now, here is Amrita. Hey everyone, welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. I hope you all are doing well and having a wonderful day. Super excited to be connecting with you all today. We are all going through an era where toxicity is widely being spread through air, food, land and water. Many of us are aware that this toxicity can lead us to various health problems. We have very little control over these but Still, we ensure our safety by taking available preventive measures. Do you know, toxicity can also emerge in relationships? As discussed in the first episode on the path to peace, there are different human needs that we all seek in our life. If you would like to know more about the human needs, please listen to the episode on the path to peace to understand more about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Once we have satisfied our basic needs of food, water and shelter, as humans we all look for love and belongingness in the society through our relationships. We all form different kinds of relationships with our parents, spouses or partners, children, friends, co-workers and more. The health of our relationships can influence and impact our mental and physical health positively or negatively. A relationship becomes toxic when it leads you to a place of losing your own sense of self, making you feel stuck, lonely, helpless, drained, anxious, depressed and more. Highly toxic relationships can also lead to verbal or physical or mental abuse causing danger to life and even death. The New York Times reports that there has been a worldwide rise in domestic abuse during the COVID-19 crisis. Healthy relationships, whether between family, friends or co-workers are often characterized by safety, respect, sharing, listening, mutual appreciation caring, trust and peaceful conflict resolution. Whether we believe in a higher power or not, I hope most of you would agree that we all carry the same life force within us. We may be different physically, intellectually or mentally, but we are all born out of the same spark that shines within us, whatever we name it. However, the little ego in us creates the separation and leads us to develop jealousy, 
competition, prejudice, bias and more eventually leading us to various kinds of conflicts and abuses around us. Many of us live with toxic relationships by ignoring, denying or hiding the reality, forsaking ourselves for maintaining the peace of the family, workplace, culture and society. This eventually leads to suffering and silence that does not help us to progress forward in our life. Men and women can equally be impacted due to toxic relationships and deal with it differently. Not all toxic relationships requires you to quit from it to restore yourself and find peace. Some toxic relationships can be dealt with effectively by learning and integrating powerful tools and techniques from ancient wisdom to manage. Being a women's emotional wellness coach, I have listened to numerous painful stories of women from teens to seniors. These talented and educated women were struggling to get back to life because some of them were stuck in toxic relationships and few others were suffering from trauma from toxic relationships. They had lost their true identity, mental stability and lacked clarity on the direction forward in their life. Although they were in pain when they started, they decided to make an effort to change integrate powerful tools from ancient wisdom and neurosciences through my coaching program into their relationships. Eventually, this helped them to rise from their pain and discover their purpose in life. I am proud to share with all of you that these women are now living their purpose, successfully venturing into new business, progressing up the ladder at corporate jobs, running harmonious families and leading peaceful lives. If they can do it, you can also do it. I would like to dedicate today's episode to all the women out there who are living or have been in toxic relationships of some kind and looking for support. I have a very special guest and a good friend of mine join us today and it is Dr. Rao Kolosu, MD in Internal Medicine in USA, MBI in Biomedical Informatics, Yoga Teacher, CEO of BEA, PAL LLC, a wellness company combining modern medicine and ancient wisdom. He also works as a burnout coach. Welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show, Dr. Rao. So happy to have you here. Thank you, Amrita. Nice to see you. I'm happy to be here with you too. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure connecting with you uh, through other platforms and now having you here uh, to talk more about toxic relationships is a privilege. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah. So, Dr. Rao, before we dive into the topic of toxic relationships, I would love to know more about you, your story into becoming a yeah. uh, um, magnified, I would also call like amazing personality in wellness industry. 
Yeah, I was uh, born in India, Amruta, but um, after graduation of the MBBS, I came here right away. And then I worked in the United States ever since, you know. And first I was in geriatrics, then I went and did an internal medicine residency, and then practiced uh, internal medicine um, for a number of years, so from uh, 83 to all the way to uh, 2020, when the COVID hit, that's when we have to switch to um, telemedicine. Uh, but now I established a company, BAPAL, which is a wellness company where I mix both modern medicine and the ancient wisdom. Uh, mainly in my practice, what I found was acute care medicine is good with modern way, but the chronic illnesses are not getting controlled and we have very poor outcomes in the chronic illnesses. You know, When I examined it, ancient Indians and other people uh, in China, Egypt, other places, they kind of use this holistic health system much more effectively. And basically they lived very close to the nature and they were common sense skill and all that. So combining all that made a lot of sense to me. Personally, my health improved after I really took this system very serious and uh, um, followed them. And now I'm 68, but I don't use any medications. I'm functional, I'm doing more things now. Uh, I think that's why as a physician, I felt instead of treating only illnesses, which we will do anyway, I want to go to the prevention aspect and then really go to the primary where we can find the disease origins mm. and then treat them and also uh, attend to the disease processes. Otherwise, we were waiting for people to get sick and come. Like for example, mm. processed food, I don't encourage, I don't encourage inactivity. I don't encourage late nights, unnecessarily not sleeping and also not really attending to our mind you know, with the information overload, stress and burnout and all that. So I, one particular special interest is the burnout because a lot of physicians are burning out. So I developed courses for that. It's called Comprehensive Self-Care. You know, I wrote a e-book for that, but I'm writing a course now. And also I'm promoting yoga uh, practice. I do that every day, twice a day. And the people come and join me online. And there's a wellness club I put it there. And I also consult people and uh, really help them to practice holistic measures. You know, nothing uh, medication, nothing helps. I don't use any of that. I just teach them good lifestyles that are called therapeutic lifestyles so that people come to me, I examine them and then tell them, if they need treatment, that's fine, we'll go ahead. But most of the time, it is the problem of lifestyle that we have to change. So I'm very involved in all of that. I come on the clubhouse and come on the wisdom. Yeah. And spiritual enlightenment is something else I was doing for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, people ask me, I get into that. Otherwise, uh, relationship, I have been a coach for that mm-hmm. since 1985, you mm-hmm. know, so... <laughs> So yeah, we can talk yeah. about that. that that's amazing to hear your transformational journey uh, of being a physician and also bringing in the therapy part there and helping people to improve their lifestyle so that they can take preventive measures rather than falling sick and then taking action exactly. towards it. Right. Amazing exactly. uh, story here, um, Dr. Rao. So could you share some um, insight into um Toxic relationships. Well, relationships uh, are important for us because uh, without relating to the world and uh, to the people around you, you don't have a real life. 
you know, because most of the people are social animals and they need to relate to other people. But when you are born into a relationship, for example, mother and father, or married into a relationship like a father and like a wife or husband, or you have friendships that you so much put in, invested, and then that turns against you, anywhere relationship becomes like a burden for you, mm-hmm. like it puts you down, gives, uh, gets your energy go down, and perpetually, and then you don't really... Uh, get rid of it that easily because you are emotionally invested. Yeah. So that relationship becomes toxic for you. You cannot you cannot walk out from that. You cannot stop reacting from that. And you know, if you are in a situation like that, uh, it may be uh, your uh, inability to come out, or it may be other person trying to take advantage of you. And that is a toxic relationship. You know. Yeah. So you if you can repair it, if you can find out, come to understand it, it's fine. Otherwise, uh, you'll be going from one relationship to other. Sometimes you may be responsible to attack the toxic relationship and then mm. you just see that and then yeah. see that and stand up for yourself. A lot of women that happens you know, because they love so much, they want to give everything and then uh, they cannot uh, really walk away because the other person takes uh, advantage of that and then really exploits it. So yeah. wherever naturalness is not there, where is the love giving is not there. And on the other hand, this uh, dominating, empowering you and really uh, make you miserable unnecessarily, that is toxic. Yep. Thank you for sharing your insight into uh, toxic relationships, uh, Dr. Rao. So from your experience, um, how have you seen these toxic relationships actually causing severe damage uh, to your health? Yeah, people uh, who get into these uh, toxic relationships uh, or they may sour into that. Mm. Okay, They may be okay in the beginning, but then the other per- person personality is such that, that he cannot get anything unless he dominates you or he or she yep. or unless uh, they put you down to feel themselves better. Uh, so it's more like an egoic going uh, much worse, you know, and then uh, really not empowering you. Mm-hmm but more like what disempowering you. And that becomes toxic because it drains life out of you. Yep. It drains energy out of you. And lots of times uh, people may not have the mental makeup to yep. stand for themselves and to really be resilient from inside. Even society also doesn't have, you see. Mm-hmm. Your, your own family members uh, will want to some uh, so-called uh, social norms and they really are not with you. So, and that hurts more because you want the people who are loving to you, you want to be on your side. But they may look for the social prestige mm. and what other people may say and all those things come up, right? Yep. So I kind of empower my employees, my friends and everybody by just doing only one thing. What is that you? Mm. Who are you? What is that you want to do? Mm. Don't say I cannot do it. You can do it if you can really attempt it. You know? mm. But mm. don't put a block for yourself right in the beginning. I cannot do this. Mm. Just try it. If you fail, that's fine. You know. Yep. So that kind of thing breeds confidence in people. Mm. And then they can go. And So what I'm saying is two people meeting, they should, both should be independently mm. empowered. Yep. Yep. And they are their own growth. And then mature people will relate with each other trying to improve each other, trying to uplift each other. If that is not there, 
Toxicity should develop mainly because one person's need to dominate, but the other person's inability to stand up for themselves. Right, right. So what you're referring to is there is a requirement to empower yourself in order mm. to actually translate that toxic relationship into a healthy one, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Then you, you can stand for it. Yeah. There is an ancient wisdom that is what's called uh, dharma. Yep. That means righteous behavior, right? Yeah. Um, so you got to know that first, both wife and husband, for example, you know, mm. and then the wife's duty is to be knowing that her husband is following dharma mm. and then support him because he is following dharma, mm. not because he, but because he is following dharma, support him. Mm. Otherwise, correct him. Mm. That means you got to know it's not like a obediently following it. No, um, just because he's doing something, whatever he does, is dharma doing. That's the wrong notion. The notion is you be loyal to the dharma, that's the righteous behavior, virtuous behavior, you know, universal law. And then make sure your husband is doing, along with that, your entire family is doing, you know. The, the, even uh, man also the same. He not only follows, uh, but also he makes sure his family, everybody knows about it and follow. Like, for example, today, I was telling my wife about my brother-in-law's health, you know. Mm -hmm. I told her his mind has to be nurtured and mm -hmm. so that he will get back better. He had a stroke. That's why I was oh, talking about I'm sorry. And then I was talking, you know, we had acute phase. Is okay now? Is it going to rehab? And my rehab is a little bit more different than regular rehab. Mm -hmm. That's how uh, very uh, empowering were the patients, right? Yeah. Um, so what I told her was, this is what I understand about ancient wisdom. And mm. you should be telling the right away um, what I'm talking about. So mm. I communicated with her and she grasped it. Yep. And now she will to communicate to her brother. Yeah, yeah. I hear you say that dharma is giving that equal respect to each other, being able yeah. to listen to each other's opinion, as you just shared with your example, and being able to take it in the right sense and use it effectively, right? This yeah. is a very important point that you touched on, Dr. Rao, because a lot of women, especially um, uh, when they get into relationships, I would like to quote marriage itself, where they lose their self-identity during this yeah. process. And they believe that this marriage is supposed to go in such a way where you live by the identity of someone else. And yeah. then... Uh, consider that is the right way to live, right? So could you, you see, share your yeah insights on that? See, uh, I don't see somebody as a male or female anymore. Mm. Mm. I go straight to their being. Right, yeah. And at the being, it doesn't matter which gender it is, you know? Yeah. So the intellect also, instead of putting limitations on women, yeah. If you can really make them come out of the limitations and mm -hmm. empower themselves from within. See, astronauts are women now. Yes. A lot of uh, the countries who had uh, prime ministers or president as women, yep. they managed COVID better. Yep. You know, yep. my own personal experience with women is that I is a long career, 20 some years of medical practice, and I've been in several roles, all leadership roles too, you know. Uh, so I have so many women employed by me and I was their boss working for them and all that. Mm -hmm. um, most of them I had women because they are sincere mm. and honest, you know, mm. uh, and then they were able to understand what I want mm. and I could depend on them. 
No ego, nothing, you know, a uh, lot of affection, a lot of respect for me. That's okay. But then they don't even have to do that. You know, mm. All they have to do is be why we are here, what we are doing. In the- mm. So if you take the ancients, uh, how they were, yeah. they were phenomenally, intellectually tremendous women. You know, mm. these people have tremendous intellect yeah. and skills yeah. and also... Other thing is, because they have to go through the pregnancy, kids raising and all that, they have that innate nurturance. Yes, yes. Which is a beautiful thing. Actually, Yadevi, Sarva Bhuteshu, that means yep. that power of God is there in any woman as mm. a mother. Mm. You know, so, so, so many qualities are there. But at the same time, they have this intuitive capacity, which I yes. found very, very, very mm. uh, easy. Because when I talk, women mm. understand me better. Mm. Because they are intuitive mm. most of the time. So a lot of women come to me with questions that are related to the inner aspect. Yeah, okay. So uh, what happens is uh, uh, you can uh, relate to them easily because they have those fundamental questions. Mm. It makes sense to them. Intuitively, they feel. That's why... They are much more closer to enlightenment, easier mm. than uh, most of the men. Men have to go through the ego transcendence and all that. They are there, poor, poor. But then it used to be opportunities for many for the men, mm. a few for the women. It is open. So I was uh, influenced by uh, historians of India, yep. like, for example, uh, Raja Ram Mohan Rai, Tagore, yep. other people, they talked about. Uh, this in it, and also historical figures. Yeah. Sirani, all yep. those things are related. So I thought that's stupid to um, uh, half of our human beings. Why do you want to suppress them and yep. lose the you know? Even now, I mean, United States of America, we don't have many women CEOs. Mm. Now, we don't have many um, uh, legislators. Now they are built up after Trump. A lot yeah. of women came and uh, did. And then, so, so many things are happening for right. women opening up a little bit. Still, the inequality is still uh, uh, present here. Yep, yep. Now, when I saw people like uh, big, great sages, you know, yep. what they did was they never isolated people because of the gender. Mm, mm. It depends upon what the question you get, what is that you want to find out. How you are, you are in your interior, and based on that, your question is answered. Not to cut to put it, yep. but it depends upon you to get it out. If you put a deep question, you will get the answer that is appropriate for it. Yep. If you don't get a deep question, they won't talk to you anything. You know? yep. uh, but then the important thing is this uh, susceptibility to the uh, existential issues mm. of life. Mm. That is much more easy in women. Yep. Thank you so much for sharing that insightful wisdom there, Dr. Rao, which is like women have uh, very innate qualities, which you said, like they have innate qualities that helps them to not only move forward with regards to spiritual enlightenment, but also become really super successful being by uh, utilizing the power within themselves, right? There's no difference that you should bring in when it comes to actually being yourself in whatever area you are. Yeah, one one, one area I saw, I saw it is unfortunate it has happened was 
younger generation women yeah are really much less ego mm mm okay and then they were the queens of the house they were really listened yeah. to in the house you know yeah. uh, uh so lakshmi of the house goddess of wealth mm. of the house we used to call and uh, all the fertility like they had the uh, menarki that was celebrated they had kids they were celebrated mm. you know i saw it in my own house all those yeah. functions and everything so ancient uh, had a very good way of celebrating women so true and then devis devis right yeah. the qualities of devis the ferocious the energy and all those yeah, things yeah. there's so much i can tell you about that but that is there so if you look at it the feminine energy is life giving yeah. life sustaining and also longer lasting mm that is something most of the men yeah. uh, they already women last fight is 90s and over yeah so if you don't use that brain power if you yeah. don't use that intellectual power if you don't use that intuitive awareness right. we are the losers yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. you know what it is it uh when you come to the senses mm. we kind of encourage uh, people to uh, focus only on the sexual pleasure and mm. use women as mm. objects mm. Mm-hmm. this is where the toxic relationship was happen right so yeah instead of looking at you as a being as a yeah. person who has some intellect yeah. is all of that they look at only a piece of meat yes 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 and that is something uh, you want to uh, really stand against right? yeah uh, and also uh, look at the beauty of the relationship when it was not viewed like that mm. and see the person as a mother yeah you can see a mother as a sister you can see a person as a, it doesn't mean that you don't have romantic feelings but not like a giving license to senses like everybody you are imagining that that's right. where the beauty of the relationship will go all this corporate abuses everything happened because you prime people for this uh, momentary pleasure yeah. and then they look at everybody like that how can you uh, equally treat a woman when you uh, treating her like that? Yeah so Dr Rao you're emphasizing on changing the outlook towards women right looking exactly. at them just like you would look at a man right yes. not uh, looking them by their physical appearance but instead looking them as actually emerging from the same spirit which you yes. have also come from you are listening to Amrita Kailas on the Peace Bridge talk show on Voice America we're going for a short break stay tuned and we'll be back in 2 minutes A peaceful life is something most people only ever dream of but can never achieve. Using tools from ancient wisdom can help you achieve that peace. Listen to The Peace Bridge Talk Show on the Voice America Influencers Channel to learn what those tools are and how to implement them. The Peace Bridge Talk Show hosted by Amrita Kailas Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific. You are listening to the Peace Bridge Talk Show with Amrita Kailas. Have a question for Amrita or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. Now back to the show with Amrita. 
Welcome back everyone to the Peace Bridge Talk show on Voice America. Let's resume our show. Actually, if you look at them as a piece of meat which happens all the time around yeah. me in America, you know, yeah. you are losing something very valuable potential mm. human relationship. Mm-hmm. So if I'm sitting across with a woman yeah. and but I'm just uh, paying attention to her face and uh, how she appears and then yeah. based on that I make the decision yeah. then I'm insulting her intelligence. Mm-hmm. So if you want to wake up to the intelligence and break it up you know what yeah. when I really uh, respect her intelligence yeah. she has enormous respect for me. So true yeah yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, problem like that because yeah. I look at you with a being first, right? Then anything else, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's very easy for me that way. Yeah. Um, the, the, this is called perspective of Satchitananda Drishta. Mm. That means you look at Satchit Anand in everybody, male yeah. or female, yeah, or animal or plant. Mm. And once you have that, like a Superman razor, you see them that for that. Right, right. Here, Dr. Rao, there are a lot of uh, beliefs or biases that could actually prevent someone to bring in this perspective. So yeah. what would be your advice for someone who wants to change their perspective in terms of toxic relationships and yeah. they don't know what they should do? Empathy. Empathy. Mm. Empathy. How does Amrita feel Mm. If I can empathize, mm. I wouldn't do that to you. Mm. Mm. So encourage people to be empathetic. Mm. What it is, is how, just to think about how would you feel if somebody behaves to you, that to you. Yeah. You know, that is the one that we have to focus because uh, if you are raising boys, for example, yeah. you don't allow them to be disrespectful to women in the beginning. Yeah. You don't allow the literature, movies, everything that shows them as a piece of objects. Yeah. You show them what is the beauty of uh, relating people at a higher plane. Mm-hmm. What is possible for the human beings. Yeah. Instead of allowing them the weaknesses of the senses and also uh, superficial things uh, right. and allowing the ego to grow and all that. I, I heard so many times in India, Oh, he's a boy, he, sh- he should not do these things. He's a yeah. girl, she should do this. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of demeaning things and all, uh, parents should do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so education is very important. Yeah. Don't educate them just for the university. Mm. Educate them for the universe. What does it mean? Wow. It means that they can go anywhere and not only make a living, but make a good life. Mm evolving themselves, finding out these treasures that are within us and also really identifying other people like that. So education, basically empathy oriented and really enlarging the intellect in understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was so powerful, Dr. Rao, which is like uh, you mentioned about the place of empathy that you should have in your heart so that you understand the other person as you would understand yourself, right? Putting yourself yes. in the same shoes and educating yes. for the universe, not for the university. I love that. So you are actually preparing uh, your child or whomever you are uh, interacting with 
to actually lead a good life with good relationships right from the beginning rather than um, waiting for them to figure out all this later on in their life, right? Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Yeah. See, you should not encourage people to be egotistical, mm. to be uh, dominating, yeah. you know, to be um, like a sucking the blood out of other yeah. people. Yeah. Don't do that, you know, to stand up to that. Okay? Yeah. Um, um, very personal thing what happened was my sister and my my wife, they're both very loving people. Yeah. But what they did was to their daughters, they indulge in everything. Mm. Mm. So I had to point out to them, see, mm. you don't have to indulge. You have to stand up on the righteousness right. and tell them this is not the way you talk to anybody. Mm. Correct them right away. Right. These people are so loving, they think, okay, that's all right. We'll do. No, yeah. that is, uh, it's not even tough love. It's right. like pointing out what is right. Right, right. Yeah. And do the things just because they are right. You know? Yeah. And if you can educate them, the education is not just sending to a certain house to school. Yeah. It happens with you, how you behave, how you do. Yeah. Child will see how you talk about things, child yeah. will see. And how you encourage them to learn, mm. all those things matter. You know? Right, right. Um, anyway, that's a big topic. I, yeah, I but I, I really appreciate you mentioning that topic because, uh, Dr. Rao, a lot of times what happens is um, a lot of parents themselves, they actually get into relationship without having this education in the background. And they mm -hmm. actually unconsciously pass it on to their children also, believing exactly. that this is not the most important thing to learn in your life, yeah. right? That's how these things are. Uh, culture mm. is treat the girl who is coming to you as mm. the goddess of wealth. Wow. Lakshmi. Mm. Lakshmi, come yeah. back, to, come yeah. to our house. And, yeah. and then see how that girl feels. Right. How much you'll feel accepted, mm. valued, mm. and uh, really uh, given some status which she will try to measure up to. Right, right. So you are going to get back from her based on the respect that you give her, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nurturing her, basically, you know. Yeah. And th those traditions are there. When I yeah. examined all these rituals, yeah. I'm not a religious person in the sense uh, I don't do religious uh, uh, rituals. Yeah. I know what they are, yeah. how valuable they are. Yeah. But uh, I kind of transcended them. The, yeah. As a child, I used to do that. Yeah. But I kind of transcended. I know why they have put it there. I'm not really right. yeah. yeah. But I, what I'm saying is, you don't need to. All you have to do is get this knowledge. Yeah. what is what, and then promote that. So I can you know, talk to anybody and can make them feel very good about themselves, mm. not by just empty flat way, yeah. but just pointing out what they are good with. And yeah. that, that's not a big deal, right? You can yeah. you can tell them you smile well or right, you, right. you speak well, yeah. uh, your kindness is good. Yeah. All those compliments you can make and then the girl will feel really appreciated. Right, right. <laughs> Right. That is the that is a affectionate way you treat these mm, young girls mm. who are coming in or coming out. Yeah. Then they feel like, uh, oh, I am valid as a human being. Yes. Then yes. they will be able to stand up to the people who right. are really abusing them in a toxic relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Rao. You were mentioning about a lot of uh, very delicate details around uh, the part of um, bringing in that religious customs, right? Those were actually yes. created for a reason, although we have forgotten the reason and we continuously follow these uh, rituals just blindly. But when it comes yeah. to putting it into action, 
We exactly. need to show that value and respect towards women. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have that bindi. What yeah. Yeah. They, put it there. they put it here and yeah. in the hair, right? Right. And they put it here. Yeah. What's the meaning of it? Is it's yeah. the agna, the agna sixth chakra. chakra. Yeah. yeah. So you got to stimulate that. That's why yeah. you are putting it. Yeah. There. Yeah. And that that is a wonderful spirit of that. You yeah. Know? Uh, but then much more so with the women because. They are the engines of the family. Right, yeah. They say, if you train a girl, yeah. you are training a family. Wow, yes, that's so true. You are yeah. actually training a family. And when you train family. a good family, you are actually making yeah. the world a better place. right? Or when you're brought up in such an environment, you'll start looking at other women with more respect, is what you're saying. Yeah. No, so you become a nurturer. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. this uh, toxic relationship develop when uh, they go out of whack and then the ego wants to dominate you, right. put you down yeah. to satisfy themselves, yeah. you know? Yeah. And also, uh, they feel like they're empowered, they're really mm. powerful when mm. they abuse you, yeah. you know? But if you absorb that mm. and then really do not want to stand up to that, mm. then there is a lot of problem. But if you... Uh, kind of uh, want to change the other person from that and then really do not want to uh, take it uh, unnecessarily. That's yeah. the difference. But then I'm not uh, encouraging women to develop ego. That's not my idea. Yeah. What I'm saying is having self-confidence. Right. Having assertion of who I am. Yeah. That's more important than being, oh, I'm also this, that, this. those things. That's why so many divorces are happening because mm. people don't have this spirit in either of them. Their mm. egos are clashing mm. and then they're partying. How many times you'll part? That's also another bad thing going on is yeah. so many divorces, people yeah. are suffering. Yeah. You know? yeah. But instead of that, both are really talked to. It used to be like you are married to a family they are less there, they are less here, they are yeah. all come and then tell you, you shouldn't be doing that. That's yeah. not there now. These are nuclear families. Right. But you right. have to go to the traditions, understand what is the meaning of marriage, what mm. is the meaning of working together, mm. or what is the friendship, what mm. is uh, other relationship. Or not. Now it is, has become more like a, uh, animals trying to prowl on these people mm. and then if they get into that, they will kind of clutch them and they, they yeah. will destroy them till they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these are so powerful statements that you said, Dr. Rao, which is like re-educating ourselves to re-look at what is marriage, what is the kind of relationship that you want to have with your partner or with your parents or with your children. And then changing those is something that is our responsibility because nobody else is going to come and tell us this. Yeah. The righteousness yeah. whereby we both are on the same march. Mm. So the people who are in the spiritual quest, yep. they are happier, yep. they are united uh, much better, yep. and they are healthy too. Right, right, right. And they can educate the kids and all that. Yep. So the marriage allowed them an opportunity Mm. to provide a partner to help grow internally. Right, right. So you're helping the growth of both the people involved in the relationship, not yes. just uh, one person who's like dominating and moving forward, controlling your life, right? So yes. Dr. Rao, I would love to hear your uh, tips to the listeners who are uh, struggling with toxic relationships. What can they do at this point 
to actually uh, deal uh, with these kind of relationships effectively. Yeah. If you are suffering, if you are in a toxic relationship, then reach out to the organizations that are identifying and helping you. you know? But on your own, you may not have the strength at that time, but reach out to the people who are helping, the yeah. women, uh, yeah. laborers, or any yeah. of those people. You know? Other thing is, find out the nice spiritual ways in anything, any society, mm. and seek them, mm. you know. But uh, if you are really uh, in a relationship where you are have to take action, you got to develop that inner strength mm. by saying that I don't have to take this. Yeah. You can try to repair it, but then yeah. you can say, I'm going to stand up for myself. Yeah. Yeah. You no. Know? And then if the relationship is not nurturing you, not yeah. allowing you to grow, yeah. not allowing you to feel the joy of being a human, yeah. Yeah. Walk out. Walk mm. out and then really build another relationship with the yeah. lessons that you have learned, select a better partner and mm. all that. So you have a very right to do that. Right. Not that you have to break it as a, a whim of a head, but right. if you are in an extremely bad toxic yeah. relationship that are, otherwise you want to work it out. You want right. to help the other person to grow too. Sometimes yeah. that may work, you know. Right. But basically this is what it is. Yeah. You are falling in love with your heart. Right. Don't bring the ego to break that up. Mm, mm. That was, again, so, another very beautiful sentence. That yeah. And also identify other person may have the ego. Yep. Don't be a slave to that. Then right. you have to stand up yep. for that. So yep. I'm not saying that everybody should break their marriage and work hard. That's yep. not the idea. The idea is to see where you are. Mm. If you are in a relationship that can repair, yep. then seek the help and get repaired. If you are in a relationship where you cannot be repaired and you're staying there, is going to be more damage for you. Right. You've got to stand up for yourself and walk out. Right, right. And many times what happens is, Dr. Rao, um, especially me working with a lot of women who have gone through betrayal and rejection, what I see is a lot of this trauma they carry with themselves and they find it very hard to actually mm -hmm. get over it because it has created such a, um, I would call, bad impact into their yeah. mental health, right? Yeah. Majority of the cases, they don't understand who they are Yes. what they are made up of, yes. and they don't have any affagasia. They go from situation to situation thinking that is everything, right? But if you really practice a ways of calming yourself down and yep. turning inward yep. and seeing those things that are going on, right. not being a victim of that, but just being observed. That's why yoga stretches, breathing, meditation, yep. they all give you this calm mind, right? Yep. And with that, then you come to the situation in a mature way, mm. in a professional way. You say, I'm committed to a relationship. I'm going to do all my best to commit yeah. that. But then uh, if it doesn't, then I'm going to have the courage to walk out. Yep. See, I'm not like this uh, woman who wants to say, oh, I'm also powerful. I'm going to fight. I'm going to do this. That may not be constructive yeah. all the time. Yeah. So yeah. if it is proven like a beyond repair, yeah. then you got to. Yeah. You know? But then there's so much help. Uh, but uh, the thing I bring is ancient uh, uh, insights. Yeah. There's nothing to do with any medications, any herbs. I don't do any of them. What I use is education, understanding, right. and finding how to groom ourselves from within. Yeah, that's absolutely what I do as well, Dr. Rao. And I'm so mm -hmm. glad you mentioned about the power of yoga, meditation, yes. mindfulness, all of which can actually cultivate that inner strength 
for you yeah. to move forward in your life first identifying or understanding who you are right starting so from that in whatever you do mm. bring your complete awareness yes. attention yeah here yeah. like i'm talking to you yeah. i'm completely attentive to you right right that's it you know and then you know, after this is done suppose i'm i go to another uh, talk or something yeah. i will be completely aware there exactly yeah so that kind of thing helps us a lot because we don't accumulate brain fog we don't have this clutter uh, right. in the mind right. we sleep better yeah. and also when you are doing it you enjoy the work yeah absolutely thank you for mentioning that it is the awareness that we need to bring in every moment in our life yes. wherever we are because that itself will help us progress to that calm state which will yeah. eventually build that inner strength or inner resilience to yeah. uh, discover yourself to run a good family to develop or improve your relationship yes. be in the present be yeah. aware okay yeah. second thing is deep breath that also makes your parasympathetic will come and then right. do not allow the simple to go haywire okay yeah. that also helps you to yeah. be non reactive yeah but somebody say something people react so fast because right. they are trying their nervous system like that Yes. So to to antidote for that is deep breathing, relaxing the parasympathetic nervous system, nervous system. which yes. is rest and digestive system, right? Yes. And that way you will be okay. Then you won't be non-reactive. You will be reactive very quickly in the workhouse, yeah, yeah, or in the relationship also. Mm. Or sometimes is the reactions that cause all the problems. Yeah, absolutely. When we call it ancient. Yeah. We uh, we can use it in our modern life, and it can help yeah. us improve. Oh, we can call it ancient because we are telling them from the or learning from, long from before. them. Yeah, understand that these yeah. tools are there for us to move yeah. forward. I'm just uh, use uh, them. Yeah, just reiterating to those people who say ancient means oh, oh everything has to go. No, I'm a modern man, modern yeah. physician, yeah. and also modern technologies, and yeah. I got into genetics and everything. Yeah, but. these are all nothing compared to what the ancients uh, found out about human right, being right that's all i'm saying uh, only that knowledge you should really look into it yes don't yes. do it just because i'm telling you yes but go and study them yes or take a fresh uh, look yeah. and then you understand how they i'm telling you my life really turned around completely yeah. from being a modern physician just yeah. going and working superficially yeah. for the all that gone now my patient care is very meaningful if yeah. i talk to them i go to the depths of them uh, yeah. living habits and everything right and that changes a lot of people mm. you know mm-hmm. thank you so much dr rao for actually sharing your wonderful pieces of wisdom with all of us here so delighted and grateful to have you with us today and i look forward to continuing this conversation again through one more episode with you Sure, sure. Nice being here. It's my pleasure. Really, I enjoyed this talking to you. Okay, I Thank didn't you. feel like the time time um, flew away like anything, you know. So, okay. Thank you so much, yeah. Doctor Rao. Change can only happen when you believe you deserve to be treated differently. Only then can you begin to address toxic behaviors in the relationship. We all have equal responsibility in contributing to the peace of the world through our every thought, action, and behavior. Let's start rebuilding peace and harmony, starting from our little homes, and make this world a beautiful place to live in. I would like 
to quote a shloka from Bhagavad Gita which says, One who has an equal vision for all well-wishers, friends, enemies, saints and sinners through an impartial and neutral attitude is said to have achieved excellence in personality and is called the fully integrated person. This shloka is chanted as Suhrin Mitrar Yudasina Madhyastat Dveshya Bandushu Sadishwapi Chapapeshu Samabuddhir Vishishyati. Now let's do a short assessment exercise together. Please do not carry out this exercise while you're driving. Close your eyes, sit straight with your back erect. Visualize one person with whom you have or had a toxic relationship that is impacting your progress in your daily life. Look at this person and imagine lifting your hands to stretch before them. Based on your current or past experience, how has this person made you feel in your life? Notice the feelings that emerge within you. Are you feeling scared? Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling any resentment? Are you feeling helpless? Are you feeling sad? Or are you feeling that you have lost yourself? Recognize whatever feeling you notice within you and then ask yourself, would you like to work on yourself or your relationship to restore happiness and peace back to your life? If you answered yes, then you have identified the area to work on to improve in your life. Now, slowly open your eyes. If you are looking for any support to work on yourself or your toxic relationship in order to regain your lost identity and find purpose in your life, you can email me at samsarga.ca at gmail.com I repeat s-a-m-s-a-r-g-a dot c-a at gmail.com or direct message me on Instagram at awaken with amrita underscore life coach. Based on your current situation, we will then work together to create a personalized coaching program that will help you restore your identity, inner stability and harmony back in your relationship. As a Jay Shetty certified emotional wellness and transformation coach, I adopt a holistic coaching approach offering one-on-one -on -one guidance and support through my mobile friendly coaching program that includes powerful tools and workbooks 
from ancient wisdom, neurosciences, and positive psychology. Feel free to contact me by going to my intake form at https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash connect samsarga c-o-n-n-e-c-t-s-a-m-s-a-r-g-a I repeat https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash connect samsarga as a part of my coaching program, I offer utmost confidentiality and privacy when it comes to my clients' affairs and situations. If you're looking for free resources to help you with toxic relationships, subscribe to my email newsletter by going to bit.ly slash rice with samsarga. I repeat, bit.ly slash r-i-s-e-w-i-t-h-s-a-m-s-a-r-g-a. You're also invited to join my Facebook community, Samsarga-Emotional Support, to be amongst like-minded and empowered women who are making an impact in this world. If you're finding the episodes in the Peace Bridge talk show valuable and enjoyable, you're always welcome to participate as a sponsor or advertiser to support the show. To know how to participate, please email me at samsarga.ca at gmail.com. You can also book me for speaking engagements by emailing me at samsarga.ca at gmail.com. For any more additional information, please visit my website www.samsarga.ca. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I deeply value your time and support. I look forward to sharing yet another inspiring and insightful episode with all of you to help you discover peace in your life. Join me next Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific for yet another insightful episode. Until then, take care, stay safe and remain peaceful. Sending you all lots of love and light, Amrita. Thanks for tuning in to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Tune in again next week to continue your journey to leading a peaceful life. Until then, have a peaceful week.